Somebody did the day and having a debate in my head. Are they still here or are they not? Yeah. You know, early man must have been confused. <laughs> hey, there's Gilbert. He's gone. I know. Yeah, he's gone. Hey, Gilbert, how you doing, man? What's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> Is being dead funny? Gilbert, when you see um, Ed McMahon in heaven, what what is your response when you see? <laughs> it's funny, right? Because. Is he is he with Johnny? Uh, is he, all right, all right. He's a very difficult interview, Gilbert. Even yes, Daddy's too. Yes. Yeah. What's so great is I don't know what this particular laugh was from. You know, and obviously from our show, but I don't know what he was laughing at. I don't remember. But the best part of remembering Gilbert is you know he was laughing about something horrible. Just horrible, like, a, it's like <laughs> yeah, some tragedies, some like a tsunami. <laughs> Gilbert, when you um, Gilbert, when you hear about the tsunami, what do you what do you think of it? <laughs> Gilbert, people were washed off the beach. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A lot of people died, <laughs> lost their lives. <laughs> Gilbert, now that you're in heaven, what do you think about the millions of people who died from COVID all over the world? <laughs> A million people in this country alone. Girl, what you, Gilbert, what I heard this horrible thing this morning. Over 200,000 children have lost their parents because they died of COVID. Oh, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Gilbert, Vladimir Putin invaded Russia and even bombed Ukrainian hospitals with children in them. <laughs> Let's see. He's the same was he when he was alive. Yep. And now I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to be serious, Gilbert. I don't want laughing because it's very, very upsetting to people. Now, what did you think when you heard that there is a shortage of baby formula in the United States? 
<laughs> See? I told you to be serious. <laughs> I said to you, I want a serious answer. Now listen carefully. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. I told you yesterday was my parents' 75th wedding anniversary, so I sent them over a bunch of uh, Nathans, thanks to Phil McCann, over at the Nathans organization. They wolfed it down. My father ate three hot dogs. No complaints? No. I didn't get any. I even got a, th I sort of got a thank you. Beth got a thank you. They never thanked me. <laughs> Gilbert, you, How did you, the thank you come? Wait a minute. How did the thank you come? Uh, the aide texted Beth and said, Beth, um, uh, Ray wants you to know she's very grateful. Thank you. Uh, you know, something like that. You know, I don't know if she's a very grateful, but thank you for thinking of us. Well, that was nice, yeah. I guess. Mm. <laughs> thank you. 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 Beth said to me, do they, do you think they know that you make all this happen? <laughs> I go, if they do, they don't want to sound grateful at all to me. They don't want to acknowledge it. <laughs> no. One of my kids pointed out to my mother, you know, they said, you know, dad makes all of this happen. And she was like, I have very nice children. Yes, very good. Very good. I'm very So then it became a children thing, not a Howard thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some hang up. I don't know. I yeah. can't analyze it, but there's some uh, There's no real ability to connect the dots. Like um after I bought them there, you know, I got them their place and then you know, Beth decorated it, uh, you know, with my money. Beth would be the first to say it. My mother thanked Beth profusely, and then um, afterwards I said to Beth, it's weird how, once again, there's no acknowledgement of me doing anything for them. But, mm. I, you know, at this point I've given, you know, I've, listen, what am I going to do? i got I got a life. But it is weird. Uh, Gilbert, uh, you know, my mother weighs like 18 pounds now. She's down to almost nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and my father, he's batshit crazy. <laughs> Running around, he doesn't know anything. Right. You know, Gilbert could put you in a good mood if you tell him. Oh, that. he could about anything. Yeah, yeah he'd get yeah. you laughing. I mean, Dad's walking around naked and hallucinates. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the moron now? Uh, there you go. Yeah. Well, in any case, uh, what can I tell you? The the uh, oh, I sound a little groggy. I was up late last night. We watched. Uh, Beth stayed awake for the two episodes we watched of uh, Couples Therapy. It's in its second season. Boy, is that a good show. You know, no, no Boy, nonsense. Boy, you guys watch weird stuff. Oh, you would love it. Have you ever, did you ever watch the first season of Couples Therapy? No. You don't, don't say we watch weird stuff until you watch this show. It is raw. It's a, it's real couples getting, um, counseled by a therapist, you know, a legit therapist. And, yeah. uh, boy, it's fascinating. And this season, I just saw the first two what, episodes. What is so fascinating about it? 
Oh, it's so raw. I mean, you really, I almost, you know, Beth and I were talking, we want to thank the couples who volunteer to do this because they're putting it all out there in terms of their lives and, you know, the difficulty of staying in a relationship sometimes. And it's, uh, and the therapist is good. Again, I question therapy done on TV. You know, I do, but. Uh, yet yeah, it is and, somewhat... and are these actors and actresses who no, happen no. to be married? No, 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 no. <laughs> they no, got other no. jobs? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like there's a gay couple, there's a couple who has an open marriage, there's a couple who, um, you know, just been too long at the party, you know what I mean? He doesn't appreciate her anymore. What is John? What do you know what about What is John showing up for? <laughs> I've seen I it. I I've, seen, seen, but... I've seen the season and it's... The whole season? I've seen like half of it. Um, wow. And it's, uh, it, it's heavy. I mean, you watch that thing and it, I, I have a mixed reaction to it because part of me is thinking, don't they know the cameras are there and are they sort of, you know, playing into it? But when you hear them talk and they just go at it with one another, it's really, really raw. And my wife and I watch and we're just like, wow, like they, they touch on issues that you just, it, it's very uncomfortable, but it's, it's very. And then the therapist goes to another therapist to talk about these couples and it really gets inside the, the, the whole mechanics of therapy and how it works. It's, uh, yeah. it, it's, it's heavy. I'm looking yeah, for it's something a, a little light when I sit down to watch it. Well, watch it. Before you make a judgment, seriously, watch it. It's really good. Try one episode. And you know what's cool, too? The episodes are, what, 20 minutes each? Yeah, it's I mean, quick. It's yeah, they know how to oh, edit Oh, they it, know so. people's pain. They can't take yeah. too much of this. No, they just they just have a good sense of rhythm and timing on the show. Whoever puts that together for Showtime does a really good job. Uh, mm. You know, I was thinking about it. My therapy would make a horrible television show because I spend, like yesterday, I spent 25 minutes complaining about buying Nathan's for my mother. Uh, now, who wants to sit through with that? <laughs> All right. Yeah, and like I said, you're not doing real work in your therapy. These people are doing uh, real work, it sounds like. I see. Yes. <laughs> well, that's why you're not privy to my therapy, Robin. I'm not putting it on TV. Um, yeah, so we Nathan. watched... Uh, we watched couples therapy. Then Beth started schnoozing, and uh, I got into watching um, Lionel Richie. Uh, it was on PBS. I never, I make it a rule not to watch PBS, but I, I don't know. How said, did that it, happen? Was that an accident? An accident. <laughs> I didn't know it was on PBS, but it was um, Lionel Richie received the Gershwin Award. Okay, and the the Gershwin brothers. Ira and whatever the other guy's name was. Ezra, Ira, I don't know. <laughs> Ira and Melvin, whatever uh, their names were. Um, George and Ira Gershwin. George and, thank you. I always say Melvin because to me, Melvin is the funniest name I've ever heard. <laughs> Mad Magazine always used the name Melvin. Melvin Fribbish or like, you know, <laughs> it would just make me laugh. But uh, the Gershwin brothers, uh, George and Ira Gershwin, were great songwriters, I guess. What do I know? But uh, evidently, they're considered the gold standard. And in Washington, they give out the Gershwin Award. They gave it to Lionel Richie. And I was like, you know what? I watch Lionel Richie on American Idol. I'll watch, I'll watch him give him an award. Well, it happened to be good. You know, the dude has written so many fucking hit songs. It's admirable. It's like really incredible. You know, I mean, they're not rock and roll. They're not. 
but between the Commodores, he wrote all their music, and then he wrote, like, think of this. Uh, Kenny Rogers goes up to um, Lionel Richie and says, hey, could you write a hit song for me? And he went, sure. And he wrote Lady. Lady. And it's like, uh, so it was pretty good. I was up watching and I go, you know what? What am I doing watching Lionel Richie get the Gershwin Award? <laughs> but but Lionel Richie got up and made his speech. On American Idol, he says the same stupid shit over and over again because that's what those shows do to you. Believe me, I was a judge, I know. So I started to think, man, Lionel Richie must be a blithering idiot because he says the same dumb shit over and over again to each contestant. Well, the guy's no blithering idiot because... When he got up at the Gershwin Award and he made a speech, it was so fantastic and uplifting and, and uh, impressive. And uh, I was like, you know, this guy's got gravitas. He's a he's a he's a he's a heavyweight. He, he's got good thoughts. And, you know, what was great about it was they said, we're giving you the Gershwin Award. He looked so surprised the look on his face. And then I realized his face, his face is frozen like that. That, he's always uh, surprised. He's always surprised. <laughs> and he's got some good looking wife. I mean, it well, must he's be Lionel I don't know. Richie. Come on. I don't know. Well, who knew? I mean, uh, <laughs> a beautiful uh, woman sitting there with Under Teddy showing on Under Teddy? What are you talking under about? Under Teddy. You know, that's the trend now with the with the gals. They like really? to show, they don't show their top boobage, they show under their titties. Bottom boobage. Bottom titty. I would love to see you in an outfit like that, honestly, if I could say. I didn't know that titties. new trend had come in. I got to go get an outfit. Under titty is the thing now. Yeah. What they do is they make a little hole at the bottom of their titties as opposed to, you know, usually you see the top the of top. a woman. top, yeah. It's called her decolletage. <laughs> uh, but uh, this, I don't know what the opposite of decolletage. I guess it's undertage. And man. Or below decolletage. Well, below decolletage. There you go. You got above deck and below deck. <laughs> so there you go. I've got to take a look at that. I didn't know what was happening. But he made a beautiful speech about life and, you know, love. And it was just beautiful. And if I was at American Idol, I said, maybe we ought to unleash this guy and let him say a few things because... uh at American Idol, they got him, you know, blabbering away about nonsense. But I learned a lot about Lionel Richie. Won an Oscar, Golden Globe, four Grammys, and Kennedy Center Honors. Well, you were living at all that time. How come you were ignoring Lionel then? What? 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 When you we were alive Lionel. when that happened. You well, saw those shows. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. My musical taste don't go toward Lionel Richie, but I admire those songs that he wrote. Anybody who could write that many hit songs that people responded to, you know, it's impressive. Every song that came out and sang to Lionel, you know, he sits up there like um, God on the upper box. He's and, in uh, the each, box, yes. He's in the box with the wife with the under teddy. <laughs> and he's looking at her, and she's looking at him, and I'm looking at her under titty. They should <laughs> put the camera. You know what you got to do? Her. Yeah. Robin, lift up your sweater to the bottom <laughs> of your titties, and you'll have under titty. Try it. I'm telling you, it's the new look. Yeah. But uh, yeah. 
Who yes. was singing? Who came out and sang his song? Well, the dude actually did a nice job. The dude from American Idol was there. Luke Bryan. He's the country artist. Yeah. He did Lady. And uh, no Katy Perry. She didn't honor him. Hmm. But uh, Luke did. And he's kind of a charming guy. He looks like the guy who played the original Superman on the TV series, for those of you who are older. Wow. Uh, George Reeves. There's Luke Bryan looks like the original Superman. Hmm. Looks like he I could... never thought that. I have to take another look at him. You know who... Um... That guy was a trip. That fucking Superman. The first Superman was the best one. This guy, they put him in the role. He never was comfortable about it. They gave him a Superman outfit. Looked like... Um, Garanimals. It didn't even look like something Superman would wear. It looked the, like pajamas, you know, like, like how pajamas. They, you have Spider-Man pajamas. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah he had it looked like pajamas. he was, a, he looked like a slow adult who was given some Superman pajamas. <laughs> and uh, the dude, he was so fat. This guy, George, was his name George Reeves? George yeah, Reeves. Was, George Reeves. Or George Reeves. One of the two. It either had an answer so, or it didn't. He was so pissed, this guy. You know, he was in Hollywood. He got the role of Superman, and he became stereotyped. He he was in, like, Gone with the Wind, the movie and stuff, and then all of a sudden he got Superman, he did it, and he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't, couldn't get another get part. Couldn't get out of it. Yeah, nobody yeah. wanted him to stop wearing those pajamas. Yeah. And this guy, you know, when you see Superman in the movies now, he's ripped, you know, he's super muscular. This guy, he looked like John Hine, honestly. <laughs> And, uh, Hit him with the hind. Sometimes yeah. it didn't look, you know how uh, sometimes costumes get a little worn. It was like that thing wore out while he yeah. was wearing it, and it got saggier <laughs> and baggier. It looked like it looked like a guy who stumbled out of a bar late at night. <laughs> <laughs> he was built like a potato. He put on that outfit. I mean, the you know the underpants that go over the tights were so yeah. fucking big. Like, yeah, it looked like the pens. And he had underboobs too. He was the originator of that look. Yeah. Well, under-boob. that's you know, God bless children, yeah. because I used to watch that show every afternoon, and I was in love with him. Yeah, I loved him too. I didn't see anything wrong. I didn't see any flaws. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird because, like, by the second season, he was pretty fat. He looked like... I um, understand that. I remember one time he was standing on, you know, a ledge of a fake building, and his belly was like... You could see the belly poking through the shirt. He looked like um, like if Superman was in a Weight Watchers commercial and said, this is what I used to look like. And uh, the underpants, too. He had a flat ass. And, you know, it looked like he had a dump in his underpants. Like, grumpy, excuse me. It looked like he had a yeah, grumpy Yeah, but you used underpants. to worry about Superman when he'd climb out the window. Like, he could get yeah. stuck. <laughs> yeah. He looked, you know what he looked like? He looked like the Superman in Times Square that you, that hounds you to take a picture <laughs> with right, him. That's right. The give guy money. you're supposed to get your picture taken with. Yeah. But uh, what was they talking about? I don't even remember. I don't know how I got off on a tangent, but I always do. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the R- Lionel oh. Richie thing and who said yeah, so it. Yeah, I was watching Lionel Richie and, yeah, Luke Bryan looks a lot like that original Superman guy. Sort of a charming guy. So he did Lady and uh, who else sang? Let me think. Um, there were a lot of uh, people I don't know, but I, you know, I don't know what they are. They were like 
either from Broadway or, or no, they women. had young pop stars or something. I don't know. I never heard of them. So, mm. but Luke Bryan, I know. And who, and else, who else talked about Lionel? Did anybody? Oh, you know who came out and sang a number was uh, Chris Stapleton. Boy, he's good. Oh, he was terrific. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big Lionel Richie fan, I guess. So, uh, well, uh, yeah. So know, I don't know. I know. stayed up and watched it, and I didn't see the whole thing, but I stayed up for a good time. And I said, I better go to bed because we got Harry Styles coming in. And, you know, I got to be on. I got to be on my game. Oh, hey, everybody. This is uh, William Shatner. used to be on Star Trek and uh, has done so many things. Uh, How are you, Mr. Shatner? Hello. Is it me you're looking for? (laughs) Oh, hey, to do a William Shatner is gracing us with a uh, Lionel Richie song. Go ahead, Mr. Shatner. See it in your eyes. I can see it in your... (gasps) Smile. Yes. You're all I've ever wanted. And my arms are open wide. <gasps> oh. Because <laughs> you know just what to say. They should have had you there, Mr. Shatner. And you know just what to do. <laughs> and I want to tell you so much right I love you yes yes uh robin's crying that's why she's not talking mr shatner lady i'm your knight in shiny armor and i love you <laughs> you have made me what i am and i am yours <laughs> my love soul there's you know. so many ways I want to say I love you. Yeah. Let me hold you in my arms. Can I ask you can I ask you a question? Forevermore. <laughs> I suppose so. What's your question? I love the way you say lady. How did that all come about? Lady. I, your knight in shining armor, and I love. Yeah, but the word "lady," the way you just it just kind of you, it melts in your mouth. Lady, yeah. <laughs> Robin is showing you bottom titty, Mister Shatner. Take a look. Are you trying yeah. to sabotage my singing? <laughs> I'm just well, trying to go. make you shut up. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you, Mister Shatner. Yeah. Thank lady. you. We're hanging. We're hanging on every word. What other Lionel Richie songs do you do, or is that your whole repertoire? Everybody sing. Everybody dance. Lose yourself in wild romance. Yeah. We're going to party. Caramu. Fiesta. Forever. You're terrific. Hey. When I'm you very say excited la- for Harry Styles today. Yes. Do you do any Harry Styles music? Are you, are you uh, familiar with his uh, music? Just stop your crying. It's a right. sign of the times. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the final show. Hope you're wearing your best clothes. You can't bribe the door. 
right. on your way to the sky. You, you do a very down there. You do a very serious interpretation of uh, Harry Styles. I was thinking maybe uh, you would do it in a, a like a more of a staccato, but no, you do it. You do it so seriously, and I and I like your interpretation. It's very good. We live in a serious world. Right. Tastes like strawberries on a summer evening. And it sounds you ever, just like a song. Would you ever headline Coachella or Lollapalooza? I don't know what those words are. I've never heard them before. <laughs> Breathe me in. <laughs> All right. Me Mr. out. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Shatner, I, I want to say when you sing the words to Lady, the Lionel Richie song, it's like there's nine A's. In the spelling of lady, it's not just, it's like, la I can't even do it. Do it one more lady. time. Lady. Yeah. Wow. Lady. Lady. Do you think you could come back later and do a duet with Harry Styles? I mean, it would be amazing. I mean, I'm expecting it. They were, All right. Like, what, what, yes. Of course. Still, and, and you know, you're in your 90s and you still have your timber. You know, that, well, that he would be very honored to sing with me, I could tell you that. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Shatner. And, uh, wow. the Harry style. Right. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Wow. That's a treat. I know you must have to get somewhere, so I, I will close oh, the door. I think he has nowhere to go. That's what I mm. think. <laughs> right. Well, that's He'll rude. be right there when you call for him. You're outrageous. Um, yeah. Let me go to Samantha in Connecticut, who says she's 14 years old. Hello, Samantha, at oh. 14. I was once 14. Hi, Howard. Samantha, if you had seen me at 14, your heart would have melted. I'd probably be your schoolboy crush. Really? Oh, I was the cutest. I looked like Harry Styles uh, meets Godzilla. <laughs> that's, that's that's cool. Yeah. What can I do for you, Samantha? A lot of the kids uh, look up to me and want advice. I assume you want to say something important. Oh, first, first I want to say I'm sorry about your parents. Thank you. And I hope and I hope that everything gets better. Oh, they won't. They're, they're as old as the hills. And, the, uh, Samantha, there are times in life that things don't get better. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, my mom, well, I got to tell you, Samantha, I don't want to mislead you because my mom, I mean, we practically, uh, you know, we practically were planning the funeral and and now she's fine. She did get better. But yeah. my dad, they say, he's not really well, going to get better. I'm trying to prepare Samantha for reality, Howard. You're because such a good mom. What's happening in the Robin, world? Robin, you're such a good mom. Uh, I'm glad you're parenting <laughs> the young lady. Um, anyway, I go was, ahead, Samantha. When I was 12, I called on the show and you answered and you asked me how I felt about Donald Trump and you did the name game with me. I did the name game with you. Yeah. And when I was 12 and I called on. Are you watching um, American Idol? Somewhat. Yeah, I'm watching it religiously. You're not voting, are you? Are you voting? I am. No. <laughs> I told you who's going to win. I told you from the beginning. This uh, young. I'm watching. I'm watching the Celtics though. Oh, oh I don't. Okay. I don't watch the Celtics. I really, I, 
I don't wait. I don't waste I my time on sports. But uh, good for you. Yeah, I really want to go to a game, but my dad won't let me. Why? Oh, huh. COVID, right? No, it's expensive. Well, that too. Yeah. Well, listen, that's reality. What's your father do for a living? He listens to you for a living. No, really. What does he do? What's his job? What type of job? Real, you, like real estate. Then he listens to sitting, you for a living. Huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he, listens, he, listens, he listens to you every single day. Oh, he's a good man. He's a good man. Yeah. What's with you with the boys? Got a boyfriend yet? I wish. Hmm. I bet Most you're excited the, about Harry Styles, huh? Boy, 14-year-old girls. Yeah, they go crazy he's, for he's coming to like He's coming to, like, New York in, like, in like a few days. Yeah, he's going to do uh, a, a series of, I think, 14 or 15 shows at Madison Square Garden. Really? Yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot fire. of my friends are going to go. You can't go to that either? No, I have sports. Oh, okay. I don't know. I think it's the dad with them. You got to tell your dad. You got to switch careers. We got to get some cash <laughs> dad, going here. Dad, dad you got to switch careers. <laughs> When's the last time you sold a house with this guy? When's the last time you sold a house? I'm not a broker. Well, he's not a broker. He like buys and sells like like apartment buildings. Oh, and he can't, okay. He's commercial he does, or and he's telling you, yeah, and he's yeah, telling he's you he can't afford. To get you some Celtics tickets? Well, he already took me to Minneapolis for the Final Four, so he won't. Oh. Maybe the Celtics him again. But this, to dad. answer your question about boys, the the summary it up, they're all assholes. Listen, uh, I can't say it, but uh, Harry Styles' new album, he's got a yeah. song about uh, dudes who are. Uh, assholes as you is that right yeah i I, you should have seen last night i'm going over to harry styles new album and they gave me 57 warnings you better not play any of this new album on the air (laughs) harry gets there i said i'm not gonna do it i said what are you gonna do put me in jail yeah what happens if you do it i don't know (laughs) i mean it's like oh my god well the album's coming out on uh friday okay and uh they said don't play it God forbid somebody hear it. Well, they, they got a marketing plan. What's wrong with you, Robin? You're in show business. You should know that. Uh, I mean, if Samantha pushed me, I would play it. But <laughs> twist his arms. I think that if you did a concert, you'd be you'd get you'd get a lot of people in your concert. Yeah, I'm thinking of going on the road with my concert. You should. You you, why are why in your 14 year old opinion? Are boys, as you put it, a-holes? Because they try to show off to the ladies, and then they try to get every single girl, and then they just, they, they, they're in a pickle, and they just don't, they don't know, they don't know what the word respect means. They don't. You're absolutely right. In fact, uh, I'm embarrassed to say when I was 14, I didn't know anything. Yeah. Beware. By the way, Harry will be playing a song live off his new album, and it's called boyfriends he's going to be doing that today and i want you to listen in samantha i think it it kind of uh actually makes the point you're making i'll try i mean i'm in my school parking lot right now 
Well, right. I'm telling you, if you do hear the replay, because you got to go to school, I am telling you, this Harry Styles song taps into exactly what you're saying. I mean, I guess Harry Styles just thinks like me. Yeah, he thinks like a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> and that's, that's highly marketable. Oh, my. I, yeah. would, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I wonder, uh, so no boy has asked you out on a date or anything? Oh, oh, they have. I just rejected them. In other words, you see the game they're playing. They're looking to just have a girlfriend, and then after a little kissing and blah, 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 they move on to the next one, like a, like a bee pollinating a flower. That's exactly right. A plus. Right. Well, you exactly know, right. there's got to be a few of them out there that appreciates uh, someone with your beauty and intelligence. There's got to be. Oh, there is. They're just not the right people for me. Right. So what uh, just, what's your game what's your game plan with love? In other words, you're going to just wait till you're older so you can really figure out the game. Well, no, I want to find someone who's respectful and not 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 ugly, but like cute and they are not like they don't fail school, they don't skip classes cuz I need to find someone who's smart. Yeah, you wouldn't have gone out with me when I was 14. <laughs> First of all, I was ugly. That's number 1. Number 2, I 